Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome one, welcome all to the greatest show of them all. It is the NFC East Mixtape. You can listen to us wherever you get your SB Nation NFC East podcasts all throughout our podcast networks all across our sites. You can, of course, watch us on the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel or the Blog and the Boys YouTube channel. Make sure to check out BleedingGreenNation.com, BloggingTheBoys.com. If you do any of those things, you will see, hear, or read myself, I am Arjo Cho from Blog and the Boys, or his self, Brandon Lee Gowton from Bleeding Green Nation. BLG, congratulations to the city of Philadelphia on not having their team lose the title round, something they had grown accustomed to over the last year. Yeah, it really is. Well, first of all, a couple of things here. Number one, uh, I believe the Sixers actually did make me sick because I felt fine physically on Sunday Sixers. night. Yes, uh, not great mentally, obviously, on Sunday night mm-hmm. after they lost to the South. And not only lost, but just no-showed, really. Like, that's the that's the part that's tough. It's one thing to lose because, you know, game-winning shot, buzzer beater, whatever, comes down to the final possession. Like, that's sports. Um, but it's not sports, and it's not so acceptable when your star players just no-show. Um, but anyway, uh, woke up on Monday, major headache. I usually never get headaches. usually never get sick. Um, was not feeling well. Still not feeling amazing today. A little bit better, but not, like, great. Uh, so happy to be here with you. And number two, the second thing is that it really is uncanny how there are parallels between the Sixers and the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, teams that are perennial dis- disappointments. Um, it does make me wonder, like, how do Cowboys fans do this? Like, how, how are they like signing up for this uh, punch to the groin every year? They know it's coming. It's inevitable. Uh, I mean, the, the team's based in or have, you know, the Cowboys, quote-unquote, America's team, the Sixers, literally – name relating to the foundation of america both have stars in the logos there's blue in the colors um too many parallels um i know that you're you know coping pretty hard right now um so you know i just kind of let that be that's not Um, a cope i mean we're gonna talk we're we're gonna talk about the schedules which do indicate that the cowboys are america's team um at least the way the cowboys um, but isn't that just more embarrassing for you honestly like all these people are just witnessing the cowboys fail (laughs) like that's not i don't like you like it doesn't it doesn't bother me what other people think about the cowboys it bothers me Mm. what the cowboys do sometimes uh if you're looking for material though what other people think but you're bragging about how many people are watching the game i'm not bragging about it i'm saying it like that that's that they are they are the most watched most cared about team that's that's a a truth whether or not they're successful but again if you're you're looking for material um the dallas stars are headed to the western conference finals as of uh monday night uh you know we're recording this on tuesday it's now 10 44 a.m central standard time uh so dallas stars who have won a stanley cup and been to the conference finals a few times now since the cowboys last have been to um their version of the conference finals also if you're really looking for content i'm surprised you didn't take the slow hanging fruit 
the Arlington Renegades. Yeah, I thought about uh, reading this. Uh, won the um, the XFL championship over the weekend. Uh, so the XFL. Let me see if I can do this. Um, started, started, folded, folded, started again, folded, started again, and the Dallas-based team won a championship all since the Cowboys last even appeared in the mm. NFC Championship game. Um, there are not enough uh, pathetic ways to put that. I mean, I've you know roasted them a lot uh, with mm-hmm. my own versions. My favorite happens to be the John Elway one. Uh, they didn't have a Super yep. Bowl ring of any kind. He earned two as a player, retired built his himself a general manager career which you know was aided by his on the field um, successes but and then literally built his own team that won the super bowl which included one of the best players in dallas cowboys franchise history demarcus um so yeah uh see like that that's where we're a little bit different like you you philly phil philites phil, <coughs> philadelphians you guys just keep thinking like oh well you know what's it's gonna be the one. It's gonna be it. It's gonna be I mean, I don't think anyone thought that about the Sixers for most of the season. It was like, oh, maybe this is different once they go up three two. What's the thing? That's the I know this isn't the Sixers podcast, RJ, but it's a, it's kind of a hard thing to understand. Like, why would you win the first game of the series? Why would you fight to from back from down two one to go up three two to have a home game to just no show at the end of it? Like, what, what's the point of that? Like, why if you're just gonna lay down and die, then why not just lose in five? Or whatever. Like, why, why fight that hard to get yourselves to a point where then you don't care? Like, that doesn't make right. any sense to me. Um, look, I know you're sad, and I wish I was sad for you. Um, I'm just Big kind of a different. When people are driving on the highway, it's like, why do you have someone tailgating you if you're in the left lane, only for them to get off on the right exit like a second later? It's like, why, why weren't you just in the right lane the whole time? Like, you had to tailgate me in the left lane only to then swerve across three lanes to get off the exit. Like, I just don't be consistent. If you're going to cut someone off, then wouldn't you just speed ahead because you're in a rush? Like, why would you cut someone off and then drive slow? Like, what are your what thoughts are you doing? on what's the, um, what's the thought here? What are your thoughts on steering wheel covers? Have you ever been somebody uh, that puts the cover on the steering wheel? No. So I saw one the other day when I was walking the dog, just, you know, car driving by. I was, okay, it's interesting. Some are really thick. Some are just whatever. Um, I mean, never really thought about it. So I was just kind of curious for your thoughts. So I don't I don't know anyone who has any, I guess. <laughs> okay. Um, well, are we ready to get through the schedules? Is that what we're ready to do? The 2023 NFL schedule did come out last week. And we're going to be the first show ever to go through each game and predict it. We are going to, though, effectively predict the records for the NFC East teams, which I think is important. And it's important to mention, like we did last week, that, you know, probably not a walk in the park for the NFC East. I don't even know that we're going to get two playoff teams here. I mean, Mm. you know, a two is the minimum or the maximum, I think. I don't think we're getting a third like we did last year. Stats retweeted some some guy last week on Twitter that was like, oh, if you're doing win-loss predictions, that's just lazy. It's like... I have heard... I have heard our Who friend, you the authority? Rob Stats Guerrera, say many times that one of his favorite days of the year is when over-unders come out. I think you and he did an episode of uh, the Oddcast, may it rest in peace, um, like, you know, taking over-unders on various things. Like, so miss me with this. Like, I hate the, like, what what good is it to do, you know, win-loss? Why, why do people get so excited about the schedule? Because it's fun. Like, that's why. Well, like, so we, what else are we going to do? Will you okay. want us to talk about, like, rookie minicamp observations that none of us are, like, what else is there to talk about at this time of I year? I mean, both of these points stand, but, like, I hate the, like, why are people so excited about the schedule? It's fun. It's cool. Like, just let people have fun and, and enjoy cool things. That's really how I, I feel about it all. Sports. So is supposed to be fun and um, i feel like people lose sight of that well the sixers aren't fun 
no sport in Philadelphia's fun right now. Um, okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna go team by team, and so we will effectively kind of predict the divisional games. Like when we get to Washington, you know, mm-hmm. most of their or all of their divisional games will have been picked. Um, but we go in divisional standing. The Philadelphia Eagles won the NFC East last year, so we start with them. The Birds, Brandon, open the season on the road against the Patriots. This is not. I, I know there was some confusion about this. Is not the Tom Brady like reveal or honor game, is it? Yeah, it is. So like. I, I want to predict that I want to like run off into a million tangents, but why would you do this? Like, why, why would you, yeah. <laughs> why would you honor him against the team that he lost? Like mm-hmm. he's obviously lost three Super Bowls, but like in, in like his most Herculean performance, like this is a, like, his do most it against, recent Super Bowl loss. like do it against the Seahawks. You know what I mean? Like, or, or, or against the, the Falcons, you know what I mean? Like, this is not the time to like, welcome home, Tom, this is dumb, I think, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I, it sounds like you agree. There's no way the, the Eagles are losing this game. It'd be hilarious, by the way. This is the Matt Patricia revenge game, right? I well, or the, if the Eagles lose, it's very much the Matt Patricia is a double agent game because I think that's going to be uh, not not brought up if that happens. But yeah, I have the Eagles winning here. I think they open. They're currently like it's a four and a half point favorites as it stands, which is you know pretty hefty as a road team. Right. So uh, that is the expectation. By the way, I did make. $190 from betting on the Celtics to win game <laughs> six and then game seven. So that's, that's this is who I've become now. I'm a, an emotional hedge better. So if slash when the Eagles and or Cowboys make the playoffs uh, next year, I'll be betting against the Eagles in each playoff game and then betting on the Cowboys. In each well, playoff. I mean, if it's a playoff game, you would just do well to bet against any Philly team. Again, that the last year has taught us that. You know what I'm saying? Like, at some <clears> point, <throat> they will fail. Um, so, okay. Uh, Philly at New England. We both got the Eagles starting off 1-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick week. Um, so, the Eagles, correct me if I'm wrong, met the Vikings. That was the night that, uh, like, my mentions were run over uh, with Eagles fans. Uh, that was week two, right, when they met on Monday Night Football um, against Minnesota. That was, that was the Darius Slay lockdown Justin Jefferson game. We all remember mm-hmm. it very well. While that was on Monday Night Football, this is on Thursday night football. Yes. So quick turnaround right away for the Eagles. Yeah, I have the Eagles winning here. Uh, it is once again the Kirk Cousins litmus test. Are the Eagles actually a good team? And if they are, then they will beat Kirk Cousins. And if they are not, that'll be concerning and they will lose to him. Um, I am going to take the Eagles here. We talked about the Vikings a lot. I know um, we're not on the same page necessarily on Kirk Cousins, but I think we're on the same page when it comes to the Vikings overachieved last year and are due for some kind of step back last year. Uh, or next this year so i will take the eagles yeah i um it's not an nfc north mixtape but like i'm bothered like i'm pre-bothered that cousins is going to become the face for their overall regression like you know i'm I'm not, i've never said that he's perfect my stance has long been that he's a lot better than you know the internet makes him out to be um but the regression is coming hard um mm-hmm. for the team as a whole especially given what they did or really did not do over the course of the offseason um, yeah. so cu- cousins even if you or anyone agrees with me that he is not as bad as people tend to believe he is cannot carry um what the vikings have made themselves out to be um so yeah i mean i i have a hard time seeing how how you know they're competitive in these games i mean all the one score games we talked about a million times but yeah i've, I've got, got rid of Zadarius smith too like that just makes For the nothing. team worse this year yeah and on the verge of not that i think this like makes us feel dramatically different but on the verge of getting rid of dalvin cook um so it's just mm-hmm. You know, th- this is this is not a great time, I think, to be um to be me- a member of the Vikings. But um, so back to back primetime games, Eagles go from Thursday night football on the road, then to visiting the Buccaneers on Monday night football. This happened last year, too, when they played the Texans and then played the Commanders. Like they had this unusually large gap between games. 
Yeah, and they get that rest advantage over the Bucks, and I think the Bucks are going to be anything. Well, crazy. it's not a full advantage though, because then like you know the other team has that extra day too. Not to say it, it's they still have, yes more rest days total, but you lose some of the you know advantage from a normal Thursday to Sunday as opposed to the Thursday to Monday. Um, this game is in Tampa. It's on prime time. As mentioned, Why is this on prime time. <laughs> what is I don't know. going on here? I don't know, but this is one of two Monday night games. I actually said on uh, Monday Football Monday this week that I think week three's primetime games all stink. Like, I'm, you know, mm. it, just because the Bucks stink. Um, the, the other Monday night game this week sucks. Uh, the Rams in Cincinnati. Like, does that excite you at all? The Rams versus Cincinnati? Like, this is yeah. the Super Bowl rematch, but years yeah, later. <laughs> like, the most boring Super Bowl of all time. Like, it was just whatever. Um, so, anyway. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't think the Eagles, like, I'm sure, like, we, we could sit here and be like, well, they're going to win. They're going to win. They're gonna, like, they're, I don't think the Eagles are starting off, like, 7-0 or anything like that. But it's hard to see the Bucks being the team that they lose to and Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. Or I think the, the only angle I can see here is this is the rematch of the playoff, Jalen Hurts' first playoff game. And in that sense, I think the Eagles kind of want this game maybe more than the Bucks do. And that's all I can come up with. So I have the Eagles um, starting three, you know. If Baker's starting, you've got um, the Oklahoma quarterbacks going on you know what i mean okay. you know depending on how you categorize jalen hurts um congratulations to jalen hurts on receiving his masters over the weekend from oklahoma really that impressive. Is super cool. like, it's super consider- impressive considering like how does he have the time for that because jalen hurts is known to be mr like grind guy like never stops like working out and whatever and also he's getting his masters like that's a He's I've, very much a renaissance man. I've said this many times. Like, I hate that he plays for the Eagles because, like, by every sure. other measure, he's super awesome and super easy to like. And he, I do like him. I, I really like who Jalen Hurts is as a person. Yeah. I just hate the team that he plays for. Um, okay, so um, then back at home, the uh, Eagles are. We've got the, we both got them at three and zero, hosting the Commanders. They lost this game last year. This was on Monday Night Football. Um, so again, I, I just, I think there's a stumble point at some point here. Um, maybe this is it. But it's it's so hard to believe in the command. Like again, like just looking for weird, you know, clunky, you know, extracurricular things. Like maybe, maybe, maybe. But like again, it's real. I I would pick the Eagles. But I I again, I think that it's difficult to see any team always like six, seven, eight, nine, and zero. Well, the Eagles did do it last year. Um, I do think it's possible that the Eagles lose one of the Commanders' games, not just because it happened last year, but just it's a divisional matchup, right. and the Commanders, like for recent history no matter what their team has looked like exactly like the Eagles don't just walk all over them, especially the way they have against the giants. So for whatever reason, uh, I'm, I'm not going to predict the Eagles to lose to the commanders just because I think the commanders have the potential to be really, really bad, even worse than I thought when I actually went through their record prediction. Um, so it's hard for me to pick it, but I can't say like, I would be shocked. I would be more surprised if the Eagles lost to the giants this year, even though I think the giants will be a better overall team than I did if they lost one to the commanders. I um I tweeted out on Monday my usual like looking at the Cowboys schedule by opposing quarterbacks thing. And it's so silly to list Sam Howell. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's just actually fundamentally silly, but that's who they are. Uh shout out to Josh Harris though. Um this is the first like point of reckoning for him, I suppose. Um, uh, because you know that really matters that he owns the Sixers and the Commanders. Obviously. I mean it does because um, there's interest in terms of money being spent, his own money. There's not. That's silly. There that's is. Like, that's like saying, um, who is the It's Always Sunny actor? Okay, so he's selling with... second round picks. What's he selling? Those are literally not like 
more for cap space for the Sixers, but are literally just more money in his pocket. So then what who, is Josh Harris doing with that money? Who, who it doesn't is, necessarily have the, to be um, doing something to improve the Sixers. It might be going towards buying the commanders I'm, or improving I'm blank, the commanders. I'm blanking on I'm blanking on his name. Uh the act the all it's always sunny actor that went in with Ryan Reynolds on Wrexham. Um um yeah Mac Rob Rob, Rob yeah Rob McClenny. Um, thank you. Um, so like, are, is he like a loser for not buying the Philadelphia union? Like, how dare he? Like he's I every mean, dollar he different. spends is not helping the city of Philadelphia. It's hurting it's not the, the overall metropolis of this. It's very, totally the like, same. It's ridiculous. No, it's not. It's We're talking about conflict of interest versus it's like a conflict. Every every preference. dollar he, he spends on that team is a dollar a against citizen. what he could be spending not towards like, a like his owner already. As an Eagles fan. He's not a team yeah. owner already uh, in terms a, of something a... in the Philadelphia city of Philadelphia and then buying another team or helping another team that is a direct rival. Not to a the sad city enough Eagles fan, Rob. Team. Anyway, so, okay, we're going to give the command. I mean, the Eagles, the win here. You're the king of apples to oranges comparisons. Um, do you like apples or oranges more? Um, you're talking about an actual fruit? Or yeah, like, like the not the flavor. No, okay. like an actual yeah. fruit. Um, Man, that's tough. I don't really love either. To be honest, I'm not like excited about either. Uh, but I guess it depends on the kind of apple. I think you can get a really good apple, like Granny Smith apple. I like one of those. I like oranges better, but apples are easier to disassemble. Or yeah, you know, that's the like thing. The orange, like, yeah, um, it's just kind of a. And pain. then your hands, then you gotta like wash your hands to, to prepare to eat it. Like, I like a good yeah. orange with like some um some sort of not salt. I know we had the watermelon salt discussion last week, but like some kind of chili powder. That I love that. Um, but um, but yeah, it's still so you gotta peel it. It's just a big old thing. Uh, I like grapes. Okay. Grapes are grapes good, are not. Good you ever fruit. had um? Have I told you this before? You ever had cotton, cotton candy, candy grapes? grapes? Yeah, those slap. Yeah. Anyway, good. Um, okay, so we've both got the Eagles 4-0, then on the West Coast against the mighty Sean McVay. Um, and uh, so back, I, I think they drop maybe two of these next three. So you've got at L.A. to play the Rams. It's not that one. But then at the Jets, I believe that's one of the games that the Eagles are currently underdogs in. Um, and then at yeah, home like against and then at home against the Dolphins on Sunday Night Football. So maybe it's the two AFC East games, and you would prefer that, obviously. Um, but like they're like, I don't think they get through this point undefeated. Uh, you know, we have them beginning this point at least. And I, again, I don't think the Rams are like anything to be afraid of. I'm just having the conversation. Eagles are favored in all of their games, except week six against the Jets. Jets are one point favorites. The Chiefs are three point favorites. And then the Cowboys are the Cowboys one point AT&T. favorites in Dallas. But every other game they are favored. Um, <clears throat> I have the Eagles sweeping, not sweeping. Uh, going to five and zero with a win over the Rams. I mean, Sean McVay is a coward, and that's all that. And also, the Rams rosters. Like, I think Dude, you stinks. talked about this on SB Nation mm-hmm. NFL show. They were my but, team like, in the abyss. Name five players on the Rams who aren't Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, or Aaron Donald. Like, how um, many can you even name? Van Jefferson, uh, the running back that they were going to trade, and Cam Akers. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Van Jefferson. Mm-hmm. Um, you uh, Jalen Ramsey's gone. Like you know, you right. kind of get to that point. Like it's kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, the roster's thing. So I am not giving them the benefit of the doubt. Again, I'm not at all worried about the Rams. Like I'm not. I'm not saying they stand a chance. But like that's a lot of like you know you've got to go to the West Coast. Like however much stock you put into that. Like and then you got to come home play the Jets. Like my point is, it's it's part of the attrition that that is happening at this part of the season. So we both got the Eagles at five and zero. I, I could argue that they would lose both these games, but again, I think they pick whichever one you want, I, but I think they probably lose one to the Jets or Dolphins. I think they lose again, at least one, yes. 
Right. And they could lose both. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm, I'm a little bit more bearish on the dolphins. Thank you to you for teaching me the definition and the difference between bearish and bullish um, on the dolphins as a whole. So, but still like they could wind up, you know, picking up where they left off before things kind of fell apart last year. And if they do, then yeah, you could totally see this being two losses for the Eagles. Uh, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets. I think they're 11-0, 12-0 all time. But I think that's coming to an end here. I think I don't fully like know what to make of Aaron Rodgers at this point. Still I'm not like, oh, he's definitely going to be amazing. But like I'm allowing for that. I'm allowing for the vibes could shift there and he could, they could actually be, if not like the best team in the AFC, which is I think is a lofty statement, like a legitimate team, certainly a playoff team. So I will give the Jets a win. It's in uh, MetLife Stadium. I will give the Jets the win. The Eagles dropped to five and one. Me too. Um, I think they dropped looking at the four games at this point, kind of the Jets game up to the bye. You've got at the Jets, the Dolphins at home, at the Commanders, and then the Cowboys at home. Thank you, NFL, by the way, for giving us a Cowboys game in Philly, um, you know, in an I'm earlier sure part of either year. Jalen Hurts or Dak will be hurt. <laughs> I So my overall point, again, uh, that notwithstanding, is I think they lose two of those four. Pick whichever two you like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's where I think they get to the bye with two losses at that point. That's my, so that would be what, uh, seven and two? right yeah that's not crazy i have them eight and one so i disagree but i mean i don't think that's insane so i mean i'm gonna hold at seven and two I, again i think that adjusts for some regression you know that's kind of like you know kind of average-ish with general nfl and if you're seven and two like whoa what a horrible way to be uh, you know seven and two coming off the loss of Super Bowl at the buy the buy in week 10 like you could certainly do a lot worse than that um okay so they come out of the buy by the way you know NFL clearly great red hot chili peppers album gives them the buy before the emotional trip to Kansas City on Monday Night Football. So they get an extra day on top of their buy, by the way. They don't have to, yeah, they, they get, they they get extra time because going the into Chiefs also have a buy in week 10. Then, so. well, I hate when that happens. Like, like yep. that should happen to everyone or to no one. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna play a team that's coming off their buy when you're coming off your buy, that should happen to everyone else. But that should not happen if like the I don't know the Steelers get, get a buy when and and get to face a team that's not coming off a buy. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Uh, but anyway, uh, we kind of got to speed this up because we're taking way too long. Yep. So I I think they lose in Kansas City. Yep, same. I'm dropping the eight and two. That this was is the this is like the gauntlet really of the Eagles schedule here. These I mean, obviously you can kind of include the Cowboys game before the buy in that, but this really like the week eleven, week twelve, week thirteen, week fourteen, week fifteen, even like that's a big challenging stretch. So then um come home after Kansas City, short week, and you've got the Bills at home. <laughs> I've really soured on the Bills yep. like myself. I, I'm gonna lump this up as a win for the Eagles. I just don't believe in the Bills anymore. I've I've jumped ship entirely. I have it as a loss. I mean, I I mean I think was it Shiel Kapadia, I think, said recently. I was listening to him on the Philly special, and he said the Bills lost, like, what, so many games last year by combined, like, 10 points or something? Like, I know they had their flaws, and they didn't really do a lot in the offseason. They were, like, a really freaking good team still last year. So I'm not going to assume, like, they're just falling off a cliff. I have the Eagles losing, dropping to 8-3, and three, and then winning when they play the 49ers. Who? So here's how I feel about this game. I feel like the Eagles are guaranteed to beat the 49ers unless – the 49ers end up being way worse than we everyone thinks they are, in which case this will be the 49ers Super Bowl. And if they're a bad roster and a bad team, they will just want this game so much more because it's the only thing that can validate their season. And if that's the case, if the 49ers are bad, then I think the 49ers will win this game. So to be clear, we both have the Eagles then getting to nine and three just yes. overall because I have them beating the Niners. Um, yes. Same. And so they're both we both have a nine and three different ways, obviously. But um, I want to say this on record on the mixtape. 
because I've said it to you and stats. I am well on record that the Niners had certainly a, a right, a very strong right to be upset about the way they lost the title game. It was unfortunate. It was nobody's fault. You know, it's just the way football goes. Injuries happen. But it's understandable if you are bitter about that, right? Like, that stinks. Like, you you felt, you feel like you didn't get a fair shot. Although it was fair, it just broke against you, right? That happens all the time in sports, right? That being said, we're way past the point of, of allowance. Like, <laughs> like you got to chill out, Niners. Like, this, you know, like... And you just, I, I love that this annoys you um, and Holden, like that the, the Cowboys live rent free in your minds, right? The Eagles, I'm, I saw this is the, the transitive property of rent freeness. The Cowboys live rent free in the Eagles' minds, and the Eagles officially, I declare, live rent free in the Niners' minds. Like you, the, the Niners are strangely, weirdly, obsessively obsessed with the Eagles at this point. You lost. It sucks. You have to move on. You cannot be dwelling on this anymore. The Eagles are going to drop the Niners. This is a 53-6 to six win for Philly in my mind. It reminds me of like the Bears being obsessed with their kicker situation after they lost to the Eagles to the Duggle. It's like they their whole offseason and their whole like existence becomes defined by how they lost last season, and they're just so obsessed with it, and it feels like they almost lose sight of everything else that might matter because they just, they're just they locking into this one thing. So uh yeah i feel very confident the eagles are gonna win that game again unless somehow the 49ers are so bad and it's just like the eagles overlook them and the 49ers just end up wanting it so much more but i don't think that's gonna be the case i think the 49ers even if they're not gonna be great or at least gonna be fine um but i have the eagles winning this game but then they play the cowboys in week 14 in dallas and since i had them beating the cowboys earlier uh i would be remiss anyone would be remiss to think the eagles would just sweep them because they First of all, Eagles haven't won at AT&T Stadium since 2017, and they haven't swept the Cowboys since 2011. So it's just not really a smart bet to say they're going to sweep the Cowboys. Um, hopefully we get two Dak Jalen games. Um, I'm super interested. This is a take I'm sort of baking. Um, I know you have a list somewhere, but like, you know, who were the most like if we went in reverse order, who were the two best quarterbacks the Eagles played last season? It's Patrick last Mahomes season. and and Dak, right? Like like if you went in reverse order, so like the most recent being the, the loss in the Super Bowl, right? The the best quarterback prior to Mahomes that they had played was Dak, right? On Christmas Eve, is that fair to say? I mean, you they could played... say Rodgers too, but it's kind of hard to no. Gauge. But that happened that happened after the th that didn't happen after the Cowboys game, did it? That's oh. what I'm saying. Like if you went well, in reverse, the two most recent good quarterbacks where the Eagles have played were sure. Mahomes and Dak. So, and they lost both those games. And so I'm very interested to see this, this run. Um, and some of that is contingent upon who San Francisco plays a quarterback, whether it is Brock Purdy or whatever, but like, I'm, I want to see this Eagles defense against really good quarterbacks. And I want to see maybe is Jonathan Gannon vindicated. I would love to see, that. Uh, <laughs> but um, I mean, I think it's, that's going to be a tricky evaluation because the Eagles are bound to regress defensively. And you, you it, don't, you don't like this, but like credit to the, the facts bear out that Dak owns the Eagles and he certainly owns them in Dallas. The games in Philly have been wonky and weird for reasons we've listened many times. So, yeah, I'll certainly pick the Cowboys to win this game um, at the very least. Like, again, I, I had the Eagles dropping two. I don't know if that one of those is the Cowboys lost before the bye, but I, I will say I think they lose this specific game. But I have the Cowboys losing at Philly or to, in Philly as well. For splitting. Yes. I mean, right. splitting is the smart bet. Um, then Philly at Seattle. 
Yeah, um, I think they lose that. It's tough. Like, I think Seattle's going to be a tough place, to, especially because you're going to Dallas and then you're going back to Philly, I guess, unless they stay out there. But I don't, there's been no word of that. And then going to Seattle and the Seahawks look good. Like, they got better this offseason. They had a great draft. They had a good offseason. Uh, assuming Geno doesn't fall off a cliff, I think they're going to be really good. So I have the Eagles losing this game. Me too. So that puts them at nine and five. Um, and then they come home to play the Giants. Yeah. I, I think you could argue they win all three of these these last games giants yep. cardinals and then at the giants i know we both hate that two you know two games against the division Dude, this is weeks. pathetic like we've talked about like bad nfc scheduling on these episodes before and there's been some of the, a lot of that it feels like too much of that they so it's just like look at the the games between eagles rivals this year so commanders week four and then week eight so three games between and then between the cowboys there's a buy in there but in terms of just games played there's only three and then between the Giants, there's one. So it's it's so stupid because you're just playing like the same iteration of that team. It's not like, oh, you're playing this team early in the year and they could be a totally different team for better or for worse late in the year. It's like they're just playing the same game in short amount of spans. It's really dumb. Uh, I agree. Um, Especially I, the Giants I, one. That's just stu- like, come on. That's so stupid. That first Giants game is on Christmas Day. That was one of the games that had been announced like before the whole schedule. Um, the Cardinals game, I, that's so interesting because – not so interesting, but it's mildly interesting because, like, will Kyler Murray play? Like, are they just going to put him on ice the whole season, you know, like versus the Cowboys play the Cardinals in week three? You know what I mean? Like, he's definitely not playing that game, is my point. Um, but still, like, I'm not at any place where I would bet on the Cardinals to win that game. I could argue that maybe they lose one of these Giants games. Like, maybe you want to, you know, again, call regression or whatever, et cetera, et cetera. But at the very worst, I think we have the Eagles finishing, finish from a like win loss perspective, uh, finishing 11 and six. That's the floor. We think. I have them at 12 and five. I think right. you can't have them losing to the Giants from a standpoint of like the, the Giants have earned no benefit of the doubt when it comes to beating the Eagles. Like they haven't done it. Like when, like where's the track record of them doing that? It's just not, that's not to say it they can't beat happen. Two they, years can't ago. they beat them two years ago. And you know, with Joe judge, what are you yeah, talking but I mean, about? Like regularly. Okay. That was a one-off game. It was like why was it a, worst game of his career. Why was it? So a one-off it would take game? that very extreme. I'm not saying it can't happen, but I'm saying, why would you give the giants any benefit of the doubt? Cause they did it two years ago when their roster was way. That's weaker. nothing to suggest. There's a track record of them. That is oh, certainly, they can do it again. It's not a track record, but it's how not about, like, they, well, it's not, how about we look at this specific oh, two years ago? Okay. So who was the coach? Yeah. Joe judge different time against Dable. What have the giants done against the Eagles? What have they look, done? They got them I would, smoked. No, the only thing they got that smoked. I would, the only thing that makes that just a little bit playoffs. unique is that's fair. But the 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 game the week eighteen game is hard to evaluate as far as like who Dable is against the Eagles or who the Eagles are against Dable. Like that was a one off weird game where the Giants punted for obvious reasons, right. et cetera, et cetera. What, How did the You're other right. two the, games the, end? The, the, the playoff game they got completely waxed, so that's fine. All I'm saying is, you know, to say they're going to win is not the, like, most off-the-wall thing I of all time. I just don't think but you can be like, oh, the Giants will definitely split with the Eagles. Any I'm, kind of confidence I think we're all kind of willing... I think we're all willing to say, like, okay, Giants, last year was cute, but, like, we're not willing to give you any benefit against any team unless you, you know, do it again. Like, prove you're not the Vikings of last year. Um, prove you're not right for regression. In fact, I saw, I think, seven of the first... We'll get there. I think seven of the first 11 games to the Giants are on the road. Um, and I think five of their first six were against playoff teams from a year ago. So, like, let's see what you do. Giants, like, it's it's no secret that the NFC East had a, a, a shallow or shy schedule last year in terms of opponents. And they benefited from that. Like, I think we agree there was a difference between Philly and Dallas and then New York. Um, so, okay, 12 and 5 is what we have. 12 and 5 is what I have then. All right, let's move on. Um, and we got to move a little bit quickly. I told you I had something. So, that's, you know, 
how the sausage gets made. Um, so Dallas at New York, speaking of those Giants, week one. The last time, unless you heard Monday Football Monday, do you know what made um, the last time the Cowboys yeah, visited? I heard it. Fine, whatever. Just so everybody knows, the last time the Cowboys visited the Giants in the season opener, it was on a Wednesday. It's a fun fact about that game. Kevin Ogletree game. I think the Giants do not deserve the benefit of the doubt against the Cowboys either. So I have the Cowboys starting one and no. Okay. So uh, we've got the Giants with three losses by way of their, um, and the commanders, I think with two losses from the way they played the Philly, you know, the Eagles, whatever. Um, so Dallas is at one and no, this is a uh, home opener for them. The jets, Aaron Rodgers never lost there. Rodgers, McCarthy, I'm fine if they lose this game. Like, they're going to lose games, right? Like, you know, whatever. Like, there's nothing – there's no more that Aaron Rodgers can hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been forever damaged by him. Um, it will be super annoying because this will be Cowboys one of the Jets most – watched. This will be one of the most watched games of the year. Um, this is the same slot that Cowboys-Bengals was last year. The literal exact same slot, week two, CBS. Uh, and that was one of the five most non-watched Thanksgiving Day games from a year ago. Um, I'll give the Jets this win. Like I'm, I'm not yep. ready to bet on like, and the Cowboys are favored. If you did not know that in this game, but I'm not willing to go that far. Even though I have no real belief in the Jets, there's just two. The Cowboys blew a 14 point lead against Aaron Rodgers' team yep. in the fourth quarter last year. So I'm, I'm not gonna trust them quite yet here. Agree. But then I think we have pretty much. I bet you we have every NFC East team beating the Cardinals because the Cardinals could be one of the worst teams in the league this year. Agreed, especially the Cowboys catching them early. You know what I mean? When they're yep. who knows what. Tyler's but, I still mean, not, not back. Only, right. So we've got the Cowboys beating the Cardinals. Uh, Patriots, you know, used to be kind of a scary thing. Very different nope. times, obviously. And it's in it's in Dallas. Yep. Right. Uh, last time the Cowboys hosted the Patriots, who was the Cowboys quarterback? Who was the Cowboys quarterback? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Brandon Whedon. Um, then Cowboys on Sunday Night Football on the road against the 49ers. They have back-to-back games in California. I don't think they'll do the, like, stay in California thing. Um, but I think the Cowboys they, win. Or I think this is, like, the Eagles-Jets-Dolphins back-to-back thing where they, like, the I think the Cowboys think they, lose You think one. they split the, the road games in San Francisco and against the Chargers? Yeah, I think they lose one of those. And I have them losing to the Chargers because of the Kellen Moore Bowl. I would rather Justin lose. Herbert. I would rather lose. So if you're telling me sure. we get to, you know, this point in the season and their two losses are against AFC teams, like by all means. Yeah. Um, so then they're on their bye. They're beating the Rams at home. Fraud yeah. Rams, fraud McVay. Um, we said, I mean, I'm fine giving them the loss against mm-hmm. Philly here. Um, so that puts them at what? Uh, six and five, three? And, five, five and three. Five and three. Five and three. And then they've got the Giants in week 10. Dak has owned the Eagles, but he's really owned the Giants. Um, I don't think he's lost a game to the Giants since 2016, which was his rookie year. Uh, So win against the Giants. And then on the this is the Sunday before Thanksgiving on the road against the Panthers. They could like there's always a surprise team and you you don't know Frank Reich and Bryce Young. But like, again, I'm really hesitant to give them a benefit right now for no reason Mm -hmm. whatsoever. I agree. I'm winning and I'm winning the next three, honestly. I have so them beating the Commanders. That's so in hold, Dallas. You have them losing at Philly in Week mm-hmm. Nine, and then you've got them. It sounds like winning five in a four, row. Four in a row. Uh, Giants, Panthers, Commanders, Seahawks. Well, well then, then you yeah, said Eagles. they would they yeah. would win so the Eagles game in five. Philly. So I have them winning. I give them going from five and three to ten and three. Okay. I the only one that I think is touch and go is the Seahawks game or th- that I'm a little bit, whatever. Cause that's, that's the quick weird week. Um, it's seven days after Thanksgiving. It's Thursday night football. They're accustomed to that, but it is still a difficult thing. Obviously um, we gave them the win against Philly at home. 
Uh, and then at Buffalo, they are that's one of the Cowboys are favored in 12 games. Um, one of the games that they're not is on the road against the Bills. Mm-hmm. That's actually the largest line that they're underdogs in. I don't know why. Um, I mean, that's a really generous line to Buffalo. I feel I think it's four and a half right now. It's just mm. I'm not that. I mean, I'm down on the Bills, but I'm willing to give the Cowboys this loss, obviously. Same. And then I have them losing to the Dolphins in Miami, too. I'm more bull, uh, bullish on the Dolphins as opposed to you being bearish. Again, thank you for teaching me that word. So you have the Cowboys losing to 75% of the AFC East. Yeah. And I think right now we we have their you have their four losses as all AFC teams, with the fourth being the Chargers game. So you've got them at what? Uh I have them at 10 and 5 entering week 17. So who were the who's the fifth loss? I had the Jets, the Chargers. The Eagles, the Eagles. Oh, right, that's right, that's right. right. Yeah. Um, okay, so four AFC losses and then the one in Philly. And then I acknowledge the Lions are fine. Again, I need to see a little bit more. Like we're, we're, The Lions are getting a lot of slack for beating a Packers team that missed the playoffs in Week 18. You I think Lions fans are in for, not that they're going to be trash this year, but I think like they've reached a point where they reasonably should be more excited than in a long time. Um, they have an exciting team. But like now the pressure of expectations comes upon you and it's not and, as like you're not playing with house money and now you have to hang with some of the big boys in the conference and if you're going to get smacked around by those then things are going to get real real quick well and the fall from grace after you are like on the podium is hard you know what i'm saying like when you fail to live up to expectations it's not like what was the the jim schwartz lines that were like five and oh and then they cratered and it was like oh this is embarrassing like you think that's embarrassing like you know you're you're at the adults table now. This is a harder life. Um, so I think the Cowboys beat the Lions is my point. They've I agree. Re- they've really taken care of them. And then they beat, I think they beat the Commanders in week 18. I have the Commanders winning. That's silly, but okay. You, I've so got... you think the Eagles, so you think the Cowboys are going five and one in the division games? Yeah, I think that they've done okay. that really I well. I disagree. Sure. I think I mean, the Commanders have a potential. And I, to be fair, I did say I think the Commanders could split against the Eagles too. So this isn't me just sneaking a loss in there. Like I think things have potential to get weird with them. And I think it all depends, too, on seeding and whatnot. In this case, I think the Commanders could play spoiler in that game. For what it's worth, um, the Cowboys went 5-1 and one in division two years ago um, in 2021 when they, they mm-hmm. last won the division. No, did they? They swept the division in 2021. And then last year, they were 4-1. and one prior to week 18 and that was the weird like they kind of have something to play for but they needed the giants to beat the eagles like they kind of had their foot off the gas and they lost that game obviously so they went four and two well i mean i'm saying like they, they didn't take it totally seriously who did they lose it to they lost to sam Howell, the mighty sam Howell. Ooh, so, interesting the commanders um, so i have them at 12 and 5 you had them at 11 and 6 okay uh, so we, we both have the eagle oh then you sorry not we both you have the eagles and cowboys at 12 and 5 then it would depend on obviously the the where the losses were i have the cowboys dropping one you know division game and the eagles dropping at least one to the cowboys mm. you know so it would depend does anybody else pick up a second divisional loss if that's the case in this case i think based on the tiebreaker because the the only other non-Eagles loss the Cowboys would have had in our little hypothetical are all AFC teams. Um, now, granted, those are common opponents, um, except for the Chargers with the Eagles, but I think the tiebreaker would go to Dallas there. Again, we're a little bit in the weeds, but you know, it's going to be a dogfight either way. I think it is going to be close, and obviously the smart money would be on the Cowboys just because there hasn't been a repeat winner in this division in nearly 20 years now. Um, but I do think it's going to be very, very close, and I do think it could come down to like some silly tiebreaker like that. 
Wow. So 12 and 5, 12 and 5. Let's take a quick break to hear a word from our sponsors, and then we will get to the other two teams. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back. While we were gone, Brandon, I told you that I have to hurry. So, so let's keep going. Uh, um, we have the Giants starting out 0-1. Sorry, before we start, we have each of the Giants and Commanders with four losses. We oh, both had phone call. Let me mute that. You're good. Just keep going. Okay. Just we both it. had the Cowboys and Giants. I'm sorry, the Cowboys and Eagles sweeping the Giants and Commanders. So they're both starting this exercise with four losses apiece. Um, so we're with the New York Giants now. We gave them a loss in week one against the Cowboys. We think they're winning, obviously, on the road in Arizona. No matter how the regression might hit the Giants, the Cardinals stink. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they're probably losing at San Francisco. Yep. I mean, even if it's Sam Darn, I just I, I would be interested. I'm, I'm very interested to see this. This is a Thursday night game, by the way. Uh, so short week across the entire country. That might That's a tough sell. I bet you they stay on the West Coast after they visit Arizona on Sunday. You instead of flying think. all the way back. Yeah. Um, so, but I've got them losing that game. The Giants, week three to the Niners. Same. So, and then and next it, week against the Seahawks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Although I think that could be a good game. I actually think that could be a competitive game. And I think that's almost like a turning point or an inflection point in the Giants season here. I was right, by the way. Five of their first six are against playoff teams from a year ago. So Dallas, which we had them losing. At Arizona, not. But that's a win. So one and one. At San Francisco, we have them losing. I agree with you. They lose at Seattle. That's one and three. At Miami, I could see them stopping the bleeding a little bit there. You know what I mean? I I think it depends on the Seahawks game. I think a lot hinges. I think if the Giants are actually good-ish or somewhat decent, then they will beat the Seahawks. And then that way, moving forward, they will do enough to tread water to kind of be in playoff position. But if they drop to one and three and it's clear they can't hang, then I think they could go on a slide. So I think they split the Dolphins and Bills games. Those are both on the road for them, by the way. I also have that happening. And I have them beating the Bills because I think that game is going to be like their Super Bowl. It's their like like Niners Niners and Philly. Well, and the Bills are frauds. So, okay, I'm with you. So then we both have them. We're We're the real team from New York. Uh, one and one that's uh one and three two uh two and four right through six games and then it comes so now we're at the C- giants commanders game i think the giants win the one i think they split these but i think the i think they they, they both win the home games ultimately i have the giants sweeping the commanders spoiler alert this season wow. i think for whatever reason but not the cowboys no the giants are going to sweep them but no. not the cowboys I, well look i think mm. look mm. nfl mm. is a matchup league and i think for whatever reason that the giants match up well against this team i mean they did hey has brian dable ever lost to ron rivera no he is not as i coach. so i'm going to keep that going um okay so um Three and four, although they lose to the Jets, drop to three and five, entering. And then they beat the Raiders easily. I have them losing to the Raiders. Or wait, no, sorry. You're right. I have them winning. Four and five, and then we had them losing to the Cowboys. That would be four and six. Um, If they do split this, I think they split with Washington. So that would put them at four and seven for me. I have them at five and six. Um, And then New England before the bye. I think they beat the Patriots. So I have them at six and six. That's a a late bye, week 13. If things like, it feels like, 
I feel like the Giants, looking at their schedule and looking at where they are as a team, I feel like the late buy does not help them. I think I you want the late buy if you're like a better team. I think the the late buy. So I think the buy earlier in the year for them in the schedule could kind of be like a, things are sliding. We get a week off. We get to reset. We can make some changes. I think it getting it so late does not really work so well for them. I have them at five and seven um, at the buy. Five at six which and is six. Tough. Um, and then they get the Packers. And I think they I have that as a win because I just I don't really know what to make of Jordan Love. It's a home I, game, so I'll give it to the Giants. I think they win those next two: Green Bay and then at no. New Orleans. I don't. I think, I'm not ready to believe in New Orleans either. Like yeah, I'm not. Gi- I'm not giving them a tough a place to that. play though. It is like it's legitimately okay, not so an easy what? place but to play. Are you afraid of Dennis Allen or Derek Carr? I'm not like af- I'm not shaking in my boots, but do oh, I think they could be better than the Giants? Yeah, I do. Um, so I've got them personally at seven and seven through the Saints game in Week 15. Who do you think is more likely playoff team, the Saints or the Giants? That's not fair, though. I think the Saints are because I think they win a crummy NFC South. But oh. I think I think the Giants are a better team. The reality. I think they have a better coach and a better okay. quarterback at this point. So I've got them at 7-7. Seven and seven. Again, winning winning that game straight up. I have them losing at Philly, which we talked mm. about. So it would be 7-8. and eight. And they I probably beat the Rams. Eight. Probably yep. beat the Rams. So that's 8-8. Eight and eight, yep. And then they lose in Philly to put them at 8-9. Agree. And, you know, that Week 18 game, we'll see what that actually means. But, uh, yeah, I have them at eight and nine, which is, I don't think it's a disaster necessarily for them. I don't think progress has to be linear and it's like, Oh, well they, they won fewer games. So now it's a disaster. Um, but I mean, it's not like something to feel amazing about. I think it kind of depends. I think, I think it depends how they go, how they get to their final record. Well, if they finish like, somewhat strong like that, you know what I mean? If they steal, we didn't give them this, but they steal one of those Philly games, you know what I mean? They're like near the end of the season to give everybody some juice to kind of hold on to. Like, you're right. Like, and nobody's in any danger, but you're right. Like, if the season starts off slow and then they kind of save it, I do think there's some of that, like, what was it, the 2021 Dolphins that were like, what were they like? They won their final, like, seven games in a row, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, something like that. But eight and nine it, out of the playoffs. It could be that, like, oh no, maybe we're just kind of stuck in the middle. Like, mm-hmm. we committed to Daniel Jones and. Dable's good, but like we're kind of just stuck in the middle here. And Saquon, assuming he doesn't get an extension before the season, is going to be gone. So it's like where it's going to be another big offseason for the Giants next year where they kind of have to like it'll be you'll be well, entering next, next offseason is the like, OK, it has to be like we got to take yeah. a serious step. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we were yeah. we're we were hanging out, but now we got to really grow. Um, it's 2024 becomes like a make or break year right. at that point. Um, okay, let's wrap up. So we both have the commanders, or I have the commanders going one and five in the division. You have them at 0 and six. I have them. Or getting... one, you have them one and five with the win against the Cowboys. Uh, sure. Yeah. I have them starting out with a win over the Cardinals because I think the Cardinals are going to be bad. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I think, I mean, it's in, it's in it's, Washington. Yeah. But I mean, it's week one. So it's not like the travel's like a, a big thing. But maybe um, fans are a little bit more juiced. Honestly, like, I mean, that might sound silly, but honestly, maybe fans are a little bit more juiced because and are actually like going to come out at least more so because even though the stadium sucks, like maybe people are excited about a new ownership. They're like, hey, um, we like that. Fine. Fine. I'm willing to give them that win. So they're one to know. I do think they lose at Denver. Like, I think like <sighs> we made Denver such a joke, but like they're not like their talent isn't like. The, the joke doesn't represent their talent level. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we will see. Um, I'm not willing I mean, to give them. If they Denver... can't beat the commanders, then. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we've bad. got them at, we've got them splitting at one and one. And mm-hmm. then they lose to the Bills. So they're one lose and two. Lose to the Bills, lose to the Eagles. So they're one and three. And they, I think they lose to the Bears. And that Thursday night football. I think they beat the Bears. Because I think the Bears are insanely overrated. 
one and four for me, two and three for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they lose to Atlanta. I think Atlanta's a lot of people like Atlanta this year. Um, Taylor so Heineke that, revenge game, right? That's one, one and five. And then me. he gets the commander's colored Jordans, right? <laughs> the one, he, the only ones he... he's missing. Um, <laughs> one and so I've got one win for them to this point. Then they, um, I had them losing in New York, so I've got them one and six, and then losing to Philly one and seven. I mean, like, it's just easier to, like, pick the wins here. Like, I have them – I was just going to say, I have them – so they dropped to two and four with loss to the Falcons, and I have them losing until the bye, which they – so they get the Eagles in Philly – or, sorry, Giants away, home Eagles at Patriots, at Seahawks versus Giants, at Cowboys versus Dolphins. I have them losing Cowboys, all of those. Cowboys games on Thanksgiving with short yep. week, travel week for them. I have them losing all those games to drop to two and 11 before the bye. See, I think they might be one and twelve. I mean, fine, maybe call it two and eleven because it's football and weird stuff happens. But yeah, like I think they're lucky to have three wins at the bye. But I, I do think, think they, they get one right after against the Rams. Yeah. The Rams stink. I, out I agree. I'm giving them that, and I will also, yeah. And I think they win. Yeah. Okay. I think they lose. So I think they beat the Rams in Week 15. For I agree. Ca- call that their third, fourth win of the year. And then Coming they lose off the their, bye, they're more rested. Yeah. And then they lose their final three at the Jets, the Niners, and the Cowboys at home. Also, it will be interesting to see which game here potentially could be the Ron Rivera bump game. Maybe it is after. Maybe, maybe it's after Miami. Um, maybe. They, maybe they lose at Dallas on the short week. Because mm-hmm. you don't want to fire a coach before a short week. Right. So you lose. So maybe it's after that, like you get the long week and a half transition period. Uh, but then maybe it's after Miami, you get the buy. But like, I think it's that time, like kind of late November, early December. But maybe the... because of everything that's going on with Ron Rivera, they don't want to do it till late into the season to add to my point because of, you know, the things that have happened with him and his personal life. And they're not going to like kick out the coach who had cancer and has gone through a lot. Um, but I think you can make a case they could do it before week 18 because at that point it's like, okay, this game doesn't matter. And also um, we're doing Ron Rivera a favor by giving him like so a head start. The, you think the Ron rivera commanders will beat yep. the Cowboys. So who is the Cowboys? Who would be the commander's interim head coach? Eric, probably Eric Bieniemy, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. That's that. It's perfect. <laughs> and then Eric Bieniemy makes his case to be head coach and the Cowboys lose to the Cowboys. So we both get the Cowboys and Eagles around 12 and five kind of agree. The giants. Are, so these are kind of like, you know, sort of plus minus one or loss wins. I think 12 sure. and five for Philly and Dallas eight and nine for the giants three and 12 for the commanders. If you told me like three, three and a half 12. is a little too low. Um, th- I'm sorry, three and 14. Um, I'm at four and 13. Yeah. So, but that's what I was going to say. If you told me the over under on commanders wins was three and a half, I'd take the over just cause that's really low um but if you sure. tell me the over under was four and a half i would probably take the under like it, it sounds silly to say like that one you know extra makes a difference for me but like i'd probably go under well no five and a half i'm taking them popping out of four yeah right um what is that let me look it up real quick uh it's probably like if you have it in front. no i don't it's probably like i'm gonna guess i don't know like what five and a half i'm six looking. and a half it's loading it's loading I feel like uh, a takeaway from doing this activity was that um, the commanders are going to be way worse than I expected them to be. I thought they might be like, you wow. know, six, seven win team. They're um, they're they're over six and a half is minus 120. The under six and a half, though, is plus 100. I mean, if you tell me six and a half, like all day, like, I mean, Maybe I'm under. not stressing that. Where's wins coming from? Like, obviously, 
people, commander, any commander fans listening, this would be like, oh, you guys hate the commanders, bias, blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, what if, you, if you had to get to, if you had to get to seven, which you have to to hit the over. I mean, granted, they've kind of like flirted with that mark the last few years, but so call it two division wins, right? Like, cause if you got to get there, like, you know, I'm just like yeah. doing the math. The Cardinals, they the Giants, they split with either the Eagles or the Cowboys. Right. So then let's call the Cardinals, the Rams, that's four. Uh-huh. Maybe the Patriots would be a fifth. Maybe the Falcons, if they don't realize, would be a sixth. Maybe the Bears, to your point, would be a seventh. So Yeah. I don't, I don't know, know, man. man. I also um, I'll say, as for as much as the Eagles have that tough schedule, and that very much is, no denying it, there's some other teams here in the division, like some tough slates here, like that slate that the Cowboys the have of – of I think, uh, commanders on Thanksgiving, or well, even if you want to include the Panthers in there, but we'll not do that for now. But Cowboys, commanders on Thanksgiving, and then Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, Lions. That's like a tough, that's a tough stretch there of six games. My takeaway personally, um, like, so has a Cowboys slant. Like, we both agree the commanders are pretty irrelevant in this title race, um, the divisional title, obviously. Um, if you're a Cowboys fan, like, expect the Eagles to get off to a nice start. Cause that, that's the friendlier part of their schedule, but like you want the giants buried, right? Like, cause that's like, you got to have the giants pick up their losses right there and kind of take them out of it. And, and then you've got to, that's what I'm saying. Like if you're the Cowboys, you got to get like maybe through that, that Niners chargers stretch we talked about in, in position kind of running, you know, shot for shot with the Eagles. Cause you got it. Like, where does the Eagles uh tough stretch start that we talked about here? Um, you could call I mean, it you week can nine say before with, the bye. So like, so from week nine on, Philly has the uh, Cowboys at home and then the bye, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. Chiefs, Bills, Niners, Cowboys. So if we look at from, like the at Seahawks. well, I know, but it, if we look at just the Cowboys Eagles games, like if we stick to that as a border, so you're talking about that's a six week stretch, and you could you could see maybe the Eagles losing even like four of those games, and you control 50% of that if you're the Cowboys, right? I have the Eagles losing the, four of those games. So that's what I'm saying. But if you're the Cowboys stretch in that same exact stretch of time is the Eagles. So if you if you won one or obviously hopefully both of those games, your other four games, because the Cowboys don't have the bye, are the Giants, the Panthers, the Commanders, three non-playoff teams from last year, and the Seahawks. You know what I'm saying? Like that's if you're the Cowboys, like that's the time that you need to like build the wall. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, but then it goes the Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Dolphins, both Bills and Dolphins on the road, and then the Lions. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like five you, you got to get to that. You got to get to that Bills game. For, that's my my point in the, like what I've realized in this exercise. If you're the Cowboys, you got to get to that Bills game with some room to breathe against the Eagles, and I think they yeah. will. Like I think, but I think when we get to Week 15, the Cowboys are in first place in the division. But obviously, they haven't played the Bills at this point in time. So like I think at they're going to need that time. I do agree. Yeah, so that's like if they've got like a a one one and a half two game lead at that point, I think it's theirs. But like if it's if you're just like a game ahead, if you've split with Philly and and you're you're kind of like going again shot for shot in a divisional sense and everything like that, then it's a little bit more touch and go. But if you get to that week fifteen game against Buffalo with a two game lead on Philly, I think it's a wrap. That's what you got to hope for if you're a Cowboys fan. I think looking at like kind of all the toughest slates here for every team we just touched on the eagles and the cowboys the giants it is that start i feel like i mean because it's the cardinals you know obviously look beatable but cowboys cardinals 49ers seahawks dolphins bills like you could if you have to go at least two and four there you have to and even then it might not be good enough but if you're one and five or obviously oh and six like it's just kind of it's not great so what what is the day of week 12 do you have the dates like the dates the the 
good days of the calendar. So week twelve, like Giants, uh, Cowboys or Giants Patriots. Can you look up the day of the week that or day of the year that that is Giants Patriots in week twelve? Yeah, you're looking. You're looking. I'm buying your time. You it got this. Is November twenty sixth. That doesn't really help. November twenty. That. So that's act. That's the Sunday before Thanksgiving. So the Sunday okay. that is the Giants's fifth home game. Fifth. So you're talking like until the final week of November, they only play four home games. I have to go now. So let's go ahead and end on that note. What do you want to say, Brandon? <laughs> I have to go. So um, give me three words. See you later. <laughs>